Welcome to episode one of Hookers and Horses, Stories of a Prairie Family. With your host, Dana, that's me, my sister Tracy, and my cousin Ellie. A few days ago, while home with not a lot going on, something we all have in common right now to a degree, Tracy called to ask if I'd be down to co-host a podcast with her and my cousin. She'll explain why in a moment. I was like, sure, why not? So she got to work and a day later, she figured out how to produce one. So here we are. Our hope and wish is that y'all will find us as funny as we think we are. Give us a chance because we get funnier by the moment and that we might bring you some joy, entertainment and ridiculousness into your lives during this time of isolation. So without further ado, here we go. So, all right, Dana, you go, you're going to start. Okay. Well, welcome to our first episode of Horses and Hookers. Hookers and Horses? Horses, which one is Horses and Hookers. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, welcome to our first episode of Horses and Hookers. And we're probably, so what we are is we're a family. We're, my name is Dana and I'm hosting this one, uh, this first episode. I'm here with my sister, Tracy, and my cousin, Ellie. And um, we thought that in this time where people are home, we could offer you some entertainment. We think we're hilarious. Um, we're not I'm sure not- if you will, but we thought we would take a stab at it and see if other people think we are. And we wanted to share some family stories um, and a little bit about our a little bit about our life, right? So, I'm just, what we're going to do on this first episode is introduce ourselves and um, and let you know who you're talking to. So, I'll just start. That, like I said, my name is Dana. And I live in a small town on Vancouver Island called Campbell River, about 35,000 people. Um, I used to describe myself as someone who was like a nine to five or turn full-time hippie, but I was kind of always a hippie. I think I was thinking about this this morning, Trace, when I used to wear those pink bell bottoms when we went camping. Like, I'm pretty sure I was always a bit of a hippie. Um, and so I what I do, I, yeah. <laughs> and I, out here I teach yoga and I'm, I'm a, what I would say, maybe a holistic health lover and um, all things, you know, things that have to do with healthy living is pretty much what I, I love to do. And I'm a new author. So I get to plug my book on our podcast. I'm a new author. Release oh, your, release your, Yeah. And so the name of my book is Release Your Inner Wild, The Modern Day Women's Guide to Reconnecting with Your True Self, Honoring Your Health, Passion and Power. Go get it. So I hope Amazon's actually still shipping my book. It's not really essential, so it might not be shipping right now. But um, so um, that's a little bit about me. And if I think of anything really exciting to add on to that, I can do it after. Um, so who should we go to next? Uh, let's go to Ellie. Tell us about yourself. Um, okay. So funny enough, today my sister's boyfriend described me as someone who would be really fitting in Downton Abbey. So I think he meant that I was one of the fancy upstairs people, (laughs) but I think that I'm more of like the lowly downstairs people because today I fed a baby, fed my hubby, made the bed, took a really fun dance break in the car, cleaned the kitchen and now we'll go tend to like my upstairs baby. So I, I describe myself as the downstairs people of Downton Abbey, but with like a little of the upstairs flair. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> but I guess uh, um, Gideon's perception of me aside, um, I moved to Toronto 10 years ago to pursue 
event planning and hospitality, and that's taken some fun dips and turns. Um, I'm on my 17th job since graduating four years ago um, in conjunction (laughs) with working from home. So everyone who's talking about this new lifestyle of being a stay-at-home mom and working, I get you. I have now done it since my kid was four months old and nap times are precious. Um, That's me. (laughs) Cool. And you know what? I just got to say, so for anyone who might be listening, we were all talking, we were talking about like how we could not talk on top of each other because this is like clearly an amateur podcast. Like we're not pros. We don't really know how to do it. So I want to make sure I'm not talking on top of anyone, but I just got to add one thing in Ellie that um, Hmm. like, I'm so unhip with, shows like I've never even seen an episode of Downtown Abbey in fact I until like three weeks ago I swear to god I thought it was called Downtown Abbey (laughs) like I'm not even I'm not even joking I'm sure there are other people out there who think that who thought that too but I was like yeah I was like why are people always saying calling it like half pronouncing downtown I'm like oh my god it's not called Downtown Abbey see I still don't even know how to say it do you remember the episode of Modern Family where they go to Disneyland and Cameron is like, oh, we're going down to Toontown. And they're like, no, 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 it's not down to Nappy. It's Toontown. <laughs> You're the opposite of that. <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll unnaturally segue into Tracy. Um, so yeah, tell yeah. us about you, Trace. Um, okay, so um, I wanted to add into the story about all three of us. We are all born and raised in Winnipeg, right? Um, and we none of us now presently live there. Read into that what you may. That's a whole other situation. We just lost our However, <laughs> we. Um, I've been living in Toronto for twenty five years. Actually, maybe a little bit longer. Um, I have a husband and two boys. Um, the younger one, Jonah, who literally turned 15 yesterday, said to me, Mom, if you want to do a podcast, I don't think people will think you're funny, mm-hmm. was actually what he said. So I said, well, we think we're very funny, and I think maybe some people might think we're funny. He acknowledged he again. Yeah, he again reiterated again this morning how he does not think that we're funny. So we have to prove him wrong. And we have to really have this be a fantastic um, podcast. Mm -hmm. That being said, um, we have a neighbor on the street here um, who started a podcast last week when everybody went into, you know, self-isolation. And he called it two bored guys with nothing to do while there's no sports on. And that's what got me thinking, oh, my God, if he can do a podcast, we can certainly do a podcast. To which, again, my boys said, Mom, no, we're not doing a podcast with you. And then I called my lovely sister and cousin, and they were both so gung-ho. We're like, yes, let's do a podcast. Well, I think think people need to understand, too, that I unwittingly have followed you blindly for the last 10 years. So, (laughs) like... This so people know, like, Tracy moved from Winnipeg to go to Ryerson. So then I also moved from Winnipeg and went to Ryerson. And then I literally was, like, a block away from every apartment or condo she had since then. I have not crossed the bridge into Forest Hill. I am on the ugly side of the bridge, but I'm, I'm like, slowly catching up to Tracy. So, so if she says that we have to do a podcast, I'm apparently blindly following her. <laughs> 
there you go. And also on the same vein too, I mean, I have two boys, as I said, Nathan, who's going to be 19 and Jonah, who just turned 15. And Ellie also now has a boy. So clearly she's, she can't even stop with the children. <laughs> it's, it's even with the children it's going on off. because we came from only girls right? Dana and I, and Ellie has two sisters. So it was only girls in our family complete. And then I had Nathan again, 19 years ago, and everybody turned and said, well, what in the hell are we supposed to do with him? <laughs> we don't know what the hell to do with a boy. And now if there was a girl born into this family, people would say, well, what the hell are we supposed to do with her? I we don't know what the hell to do with a girl. I genuinely so. wouldn't know how to clean the diaper. My friend was cleaning her daughter's diaper. And I was like, well, that's what a baby looks like without a penis. Wow. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay and by the way so as the host see because i'm a virgo the host in me is like okay we have to establish one rule which we talked about yesterday which was like had no it was just like how do we know when an other person's finished so like we have to come up and ellie you said watermelon so like watermelon might be the word that like when we're done we have to say watermelon so that we know that we're finished unless there's like a natural like you know unite like uniting of conversation but um right Okay. Correct. However, so I was going to say, unless you sort of do like a pause where you think that you're stopped talking, mm -hmm. but in my house, when somebody pauses and somebody else starts talking, we get the, what are you doing? Why are you interrupting me? And we say, well, you stopped talking. Right. And then, and then somebody will say, I didn't stop talking. I just went to take a breath. I'm still talking. So right. <laughs> exactly. Have to... Now, um, but on the note of Water like mouth. Jonah, uh -huh. On the note of Jonah and Nathan not thinking that we're funny, like, oh, and also actually one other note, I know that you said that we're neither, none of us are in Winnipeg, but that sounds a little bit, it sounds a little bit like mean towards Winnipeg when you said it like that. So like no, you said, make up your own story. You're like, she, none of us live there. Make up your own story. It's like, well, someone's going to assume we all hate Winnipeg or something. So we have to like clarify that. I feel like we have to clarify that because. Okay. We can clarify. None of us hate Winnipeg, but none of us yeah, live that's there. That's fair. But the way you we all moved away for different reasons and all of our families, our parents, Husband. Ellie's sisters, everybody is there. And so that's where our, you know, that's where our foundation has yes. come from. And quite frankly, that's where most of our stories are going to yes. come from. Let's be Yes. Honest. And so, yeah, I just wanted to clarify because it, it was like, I just want to make sure that no one got the feeling that like we don't, that it's like that we don't have good feelings about it. So Dana is here to make sure none of us get too offensive. Uh -huh. That is her role as the host and the ironic thing is is like i'm usually the one who with my words or thoughts or judgments offend somebody so um that's interesting but f as far as like this goes yeah like i want to make sure i just want to because like our parents are going to be listening or like and you know and and the thing about yes. hookers and horses so for people who are still listening aha 10 minutes in like there could be a bunch <laughs> of people who have already bailed let's just call that a spade or whatever the saying is. So um, for those who are still listening, we're going to get to why we're calling it that um, in a few episodes. It's a very interesting story. It's a very well-told story. It will be told by a guest, by a guest speaker. So you'll have to tune in to learn about where the roots of that story come from. And yeah, Trace, you're right. Like all of our, our roots and our like home down hardiness, goodness, friendliness, good naturedness I believe comes from Winnipeg you know like yeah we've all lived away for a really long time but there's nothing quite like growing up in the prairies like it is really like that like you know grounded hometown good people place like I think like it's like where good people well, come from I mean not like yeah 100% 
No, no, it's true. It's a hundred percent. Listen, we, we grew up in houses where people, nobody locked their doors and they still don't. I get and called out actually the- by my in-laws for having our door Winnipeg style, but it's mostly because it's like our dog barks and wakes the baby. If you ring the doorbell, but on that note, I met some distant tenant house a few months ago and I wasn't sure if I was at the right house, but the screen door was closed and the main door was open. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Right. Well, when we were growing up, um, the rule as Dana and I became, you know, teenagers and older teenagers, and the rule was last person in, lock the door and turn on the alarm. Mm. Well, as you can well imagine, as we got older and older, the last person in was like 4.35 a.m. And dad was getting up to go to work, let's say like 7. So really, the door was unlocked. Right. No alarm on for the whole night. And we're like... Maybe somebody should start locking the door, but then there's a whole issue of then we wouldn't have had a key because when we would go out back in the day and we would go to a club, I know for me, it was like ID, money, gum, lipstick in those orders. And there was no room in the pockets for a key because I had to have room for other things. And there was definitively no purse or any bag because that would have been ridiculous. My hands had to be free to carry two drinks. So it was like a whole issue. So there were no keys happening. So, you know, and yes, and, and here again, so I've been married for over 20 years, living on my own for longer than that. And my mother-in-law will still come in and say, have you locked the door behind you? So it it never, it never ends. I got into a lot of trouble when I was very early married that the door was not locked. The minute she walked in behind, lock the door. Well, this so is still an issue, clearly, in my household. But we, in our um, Winnipeg house, we never were given our own keys. My parents were not <laughs> us, like, responsible enough. So we had a lockbox with initials that was on our garage. The thing is, one, the numbers in the Winnipeg winters on the lockbox disappeared. So listen for the click. And the other issue was every other summer, a wasp nest would be built right above that lock. <laughs> so you had like a finite amount of time to like turn the dial, listen for the click, hope it opens and run. The- oh, I, can't. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Oh. It's, it's it I don't, might I didn't be know a 30 hop would drive. I don't know if the people who bought the house deemed it necessary to get rid of it because it's a useless little well yeah there's nothing you can't get into it they may have deemed but speaking of keys though speaking of keys and the lack thereof i mean that might segue us dana right into some maybe a story or two that you may have had of not having a key for basically your entire childhood moving yeah but for some reason you've you've like turned us you've like deemed us or called us latchkey kids like our whole life and that is not really true like it was 100 uh, well, true. I, but I mean, where was working? Mom and Dad? Yeah, they were at work. Where were we? Yeah, but it, latchkey. It's 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 it, it it has a connotation that you're neglected. Well, not a connotation. That's kind of what it means. It means like you're neglected. It's like you come home, you have to cook for yourself. You're like six years old and like you're dirty and you know like I don't know if, if we had that wasn't really our situation okay. like we came home from school and let we ourselves in dirty. and had like cornflakes it wasn't that bad you know what I mean Bill's gonna hear this guy okay, but you were sick hmm? yeah. Yeah. 
you were six though at, yeah. at some of these no times. I wasn't because if I was six you were yes. ten like we, we okay fine well you would have walked yeah. home from school no we wouldn't have walked home we would have taken the bus or something we took yeah, three okay, buses fine. I just I just don't I don't remember it being that bad oh. I didn't say it was bad but there was always a situation where right. you didn't have a key it wasn't bad but mom was working dad was working and there was nobody home when right. we got home from school and it as you got a little bit older but by older I mean right. like maybe nine maybe ten and you were coming home clearly without me because I don't know where I yeah. was, but I wasn't with you. And oh, so you what would, would not I do? have a key. And then you would walk you would walk yourself down the street, three houses, to either oh. the glasses house or the Yamarins, because they had an extra right. key to our house. <laughs> as we had for them. So you would go and borrow the key. You would come home, of course you'd get in, blah blah blah, but then you would forget to take right. the key back. So the next time you were without a key. You were also with right. the extra key. <laughs> and that's where right. the problem right. started. Because then you would really, you weren't even a latchkey at that right. point. You were just homeless because you couldn't get in. So that, that yeah, was. Yeah, it wasn't like latchkey. I was like double key, um, no current. Like I wasn't yeah, even exactly. latchkey. I had like two keys. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But all the yeah. keys were then in the house. And then that didn't help right. you getting into the house because now you okay so so now as the host can you still hear me yes so that wraps up episode one of hookers and horses stories of a prairie family tune in to episode two mom's first hickey and be sure to text in any comments or questions or your wish to be a guest here is hookers and horses peace out